Hello, Loose Lug Nation, and welcome to episode 33 of the Loose Racing Podcast, produced by Double L Sports Network. I am your host, Lauren Leach, once again, and as usual, joined by Mark Allen. Mark, when I think of 33, I think of a few people. Harry Gant is the first one that comes to mind. I believe Ken Schrader also drove the 33 for a little bit. Uh, Trevor Vandermolen out at Kakana as well. And I know you have a few. Hi, buddy. Yeah, 33. Handsome Harry. I, I was a Harry Gant fan big time. Uh, yeah, other ones I got is Brady Little. How about Kevin Kinesi? You know, there's one that's going to be coming up through the ranks. And uh, how about Matthew Henderson? Remember him out at at the uh, Oktoberfest, I mean, he was up front at the end there. and He made it in a last chance race, and he was impressive in that 33 car out there. Yep, I sure do remember. And also Reagan May comes to mind. So there's been a few good 33s throughout the years. Yep, double threes. Rolling double threes, man. Yep, good, good number. Well, let's get into it here. It is Snowball Derby Week. It's finally here, something we've been looking forward to. We've done a bunch of interviews. We did 10 of them. Uh, we did Casey Johnson, John DeAngelis Jr., Paul Schaefer Jr., Derek Krause, Gabe Summers, Travis Braden, Dan Fredrickson, Derek Thorne, Ty Majeski, and Dalton Zier. What a joy that was, and we're looking forward to catching up with some more after the Derby. Yeah, that was impressive. Well, a lot of guys were contacting us and getting that done. We could have got some more, but uh, uh, they didn't answer back so well. But we uh, got a lot more in than what I thought we were going to get. Yeah, we did hear uh, from a few more. Unfortunately, didn't hear back or couldn't nail down a time. So we did the best we could there, and and we'll go from there. Sometimes it's hard to reach people out on social media, but we heard back from a bunch, which was awesome. Can't wait to see where that leads and takes us. Uh, now they, I, I picked up more drivers' phone numbers in the last week than I have throughout my 12 years of announcing. Hey, that's all right, man. You know, uh, once this word gets out and they're listening to their competition, I'm sure maybe some more other people might get on board. You never know. We'll see where it goes. Absolutely. Well, thanks to all the drivers for the time. Uh, it was great getting to know them a little bit, and we can't wait to connect with them once again. Well, the schedule for the upcoming week, Thursday, racing starts at 8 p.m., the Pro Truck 50, Sportsman 50, and Pure Stock 35. Mark, uh, we were down there back in 2017. It was a lot of fun starting with that Thursday night. Yeah, they didn't even get a first lap in, and they wadded them up into turn one. Um, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of action that happens on that first night. Um, looking forward, to, the weather looks a little iffy for Thursday, so it might, a lot of stuff might be put over on the Friday show. So we'll see where it goes from there. But uh, yeah, <laughs> the first night, just like wow, this is how this works. So interesting stuff there on the first night. Yeah. Right into Friday, the most tense qualifying session of the year. 30 make it on time. That starts at 6 p.m. And then the modified of Mayhem 75. Uh, we were there again back in 2017, and we watched the modified from the infield. Holy moly, are those guys hauling the mail. Yeah, we had our, we had our uh, 
half of our body hanging over the top of the guardrail, you know, if you got guts enough to stand that close to the racetrack, you know. Um, good stuff being on the infield. If anybody ever goes down there, um, get that wristband so that you can come and go down in the infield. It's a whole different kind of angle of seeing the races down there. Absolutely. And then uh, Saturday, December 5th here, one thirty. it starts with Outlaw Stock qualifying, then the Snowflake qualifying, which they also take 30 for the Snowflake, then the Snowflake Last Chance where they take four. That'll be a 50-lap race. Then the Snowball Last Chance qualifier, which they also take four and also is 50 laps. Then the Outlaw B-Main, if necessary, the Snowflake 100 and the Outlaw 50 just a bunch of stuff going on Saturday. Lots of racing on Saturday. That's that's one of the best shows, best nights that are down there. Lots of action there. So get on your Speed 51 if you're not going to be there and, and get on that and watch a lot of racing. Good stuff. And then Sunday, the big race, the Snowball Derby. 300 laps starts at 2 p.m., the race that everyone wants to be at, the one that everyone wants to win. That's the big one. It's the World Series of uh, Super Late Model Racing, man. Can't wait. That's always a dandy. It's a dandy. Well, let's get into the biggest two races of the year, the Snowflake 100. Let's start there. Uh, the drivers entered for that one as of right now. Uh, the three of Jim Weber, four of Elliot Massey, the four of Kyle Plott, the six of Josh Williams, Joey Pompriano up from Upper Michigan here in the seven, Hudson Holder in the nine, Jacob Bisak 11, Jojo Wilkinson number 11 as well, Justin Bonnet in the 12, Chris Davidson 14, Connor Okrezik 14, Jake Johnson 15, Joanna Long Robbins number 18, Brandon Oakley in the 22, Dylan Mamba Smith. In the 23, Mason Diaz, 24. Bubba Pollard in the 26. Mason Keller in the 29. A.J. Vernett in the 37. Josh Hicks, 38. Hunter Jack, 41. Dakota Strope, 43. Derek Thorne, 43. Stephen Nassie, 51. Ryan Luza, 53. Jarrett Butcher, 54. Matt Craig, 54. Charlie Keevan, 55. Colin Allman, 67. Jake Finch, 81. Stephen Chun, 84. Dylan Fetcho, 89. Roger Royce, 89. Jim Wall, 91. And Justin Marks in the 99. What a field. That's a, that's an all-star field just for a Saturday race. Um, surprised that uh see Joanna Long. Now uh, our last name Robbins added to that. She's back in the race car. That's cool to see. That was a surprise. Um yeah, what a field. And that Saturday night race, that's always a dandy for the 100-lapper. Yeah, it's uh, it's an incredible field. Maybe a few more will show up as well. You never know. But, uh, Mark, what are your early thoughts on who to watch and who do you think will take the Snowflake 100? Well, you know Bubba Pollard and Nasty, you know. <laughs> those guys, uh, those, those definitely would be your favorite. Derek Thorne also is running uh, in there. Hey, Josh Williams. Is uh is showed up for that Justin Marks. There's another another one, you know. So there's some big big hitters in that uh, Kyle Plot, you know. Just looking through there, Mesa Diaz, Okrezik, you know. So hey, pick one. There's there's uh, right off the top. Uh, there's a good list of guys that can take that. Absolutely. When I started going down the list, I was thinking about Kyle Plot, 
Uh, Hudson Holder could be a sleeper as well. Uh, Jojo Wilkinson, Justin Bonnet had a scary wreck there. I don't, I think that was maybe two years ago. Uh, he returns back. He was a front runner. Chris Davidson, Connor Kredzik, Joanna Long Robbins, Brandon Oakley, uh, Mamba. Uh, he could be one as well. Mason Diaz, Bubba Pollard, um, Derek Thorne, Stephen Nasty. Of course, you mentioned those. Matt Craig as well. But uh, the one I kind of have my eye on that maybe a lot of people don't, Ryan Luza. He is an iRacing Pro Champion. He has gotten back in the car recently and won a few weeks ago. So he's going to be one that I have my eye on to watch. Yep, yep, that's all good stuff. Hey, local uh, Joey Pontaband, right? Pontabrand from Norway, Michigan. He even throwing his hat in the ring. So we got a local guy going down there so we can root him on too. Yeah, Joey uh, Pomprion there. He, uh, we see him travel quite well. Uh, he goes down to Slinger occasionally, uh, WIR occasionally. So he's well-traveled and a guy that we'll be looking forward to see. Of course, this entry list, some, sometimes you see some guys not go, some extra guys go. So uh, looking forward to see him if he's truly going. Yeah, see how practice goes and see how everything works out. But uh, um, they're entered. So there's 37 that I see entered as of two hours ago. So. So that's a heck of a list, man. That's going to be a good race on Saturday night. Absolutely. Super excited to see how all those guys and girls do. Well, the Snowball Derby, Mark, the big one. An entry list like no other. Uh, we'll start at the top here. We got Michael House, Donnie Wilson, Caden Honeycutt, Ross Kenseth, Kyle Plott, Kyle McCollum, Casey Johnson, John DeAngelis Jr., Paul Schaefer Jr., Derek Krause, Hudson Holder, Chase Elliott, the defending NASCAR Cup Series champion, Logan Boyette, Derek Griffith, Austin Nason, Carson Hosevar, Chris Davidson, Connor Okrezik, Gabe Summers, Caden Lopsovich, Hunter Robbins, Kaysen Plott, Jeremy Pate, Mason Diaz, Casey Roderick, Travis Braden, Chandler Smith, and Mason Keller just to start off the first half here. Mark, the ones on that first sheet there, what are your thoughts about those guys? <laughs> there's all some big big names, man. I'll tell you what, there's a heck of a list right there just to start off the first half of that list. And it's, uh, it is jam-packed with talent here. Uh, you think about guys, Michael House will be in that number one car. Donnie Wilson is bringing a few cars. They're always competitive. Ross Kenseth. Um, he raced a few weeks ago for the first time. He'll be, it'll be interesting to see how he does in his return to the snowball derby. Um, then we have some locals, Casey Johnson, uh, Johnny DeAngelis Jr., Paul Schaefer Jr., Derek Krause, uh, Chase Elliott, as I just mentioned, the defending cup series champion, uh, Derek Griffith, who is tearing up the Northeast there and had some good runs and started running some ARCA stuff as well. Uh, Austin Nason, who's run really well up here as well, is going back down. Chris Davidson, he has had some good runs. Connor Okrezik, he won a big race uh, at the beginning of the year and last year a few. Gabe Summers runs really well. Kaden Lopsovich, a guy that we got to see at WIR once this year for the 250. Hunter Robbins, the the Plot brothers, of course, Jeremy Pate. I mean, just that first half is incredible. It's incredible. You look at that list and just like, look at that. Look at that. Look at that guy and that one there. So, wow, what a lineup so far, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then the second half of this list here, Jeremy Doss, 
Jesse Dutilly, Jake Garcia, Dan Fredrickson, Daniel Dye, Derek Thorne, Bob Lyons, Cody Connor, Preston Peltier, Sammy Smith, Stephen Nassi, Boris Yurkovich, Cole Butcher, Matt Craig, Bubba Pollard, Corey Heim, Kyle Bryant, Perry Patino, Ty Majeski, Augie Grill, Dalton Zier. Um, there's a couple of guys on the list that we're questioning here. Uh, the first one, Michael Atwell, then Kyle Bush, Ryan Crane, Grant Enfinger, Justin T. Johnson, Kyle Sieg, and then also um, the driver that will be racing for Anthony Cappy Racing 81 has not been announced yet. And also Jack Dossie. Uh, he was on the initial list. He's run down there the last few years. He wasn't on the second one, so we'll see if he shows up as well. So, yeah, that's a total of 52 cars to make 36 spots, man. That tells you that 16 guys are going to go home. And I'll tell you what, you put those 16 on a track, and that would be a a super feature to uh, be at any racetrack, man. So, unfortunately, there's going to be some uh, broken hearts that are going to go home. But uh, you're going to see the 36 of the best best racers out there uh, on Sunday. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, you look at the second half here, Jeremy Doss, he rips up the Southwest. Uh, Jake Garcia, he finished second last year in this race. Some people forget about that. Jesse Dutilly, he runs well down in Florida. Dan Fredrickson runs well up here, had some good runs down there as well. Daniel Dye, he's coming into his own. Derek Thorne rips up the Southwest, was the pole sitter last year. Uh, he's one to watch. Uh, Cody Connor, he had a good run down in Nashville. Uh, somewhat of an underfunded team compared to others, but he had a good run down there, so we'll see what he does down at the Snowball. Preston Paltier, always one to watch, a former pole sitter. Sammy Smith in the Kyle Busch Motorsports car. Steven Nassi, who finished first at the line last year but got disqualified, unfortunately. Um, Boris Yurkovich, Cole Butcher, Matt Craig, Bubba Pollard, of course, one. Ty Majeski, Dalton Zero, Augie Grill. All these guys, I, I mean – like you said, the 16 that go home would create a unbelievable feature on a weekly show, and those are going to be the guys and girls that go home. Yeah, that's, that's all part of it, you know. So it's going to be luck of the draw when they qualify. Um, you know, we talked to a lot of guys about that, and, you know, like Dan Fredrickson said, you'd like to probably be in the middle. So, you know, so it's uh, the track is cooled off a little bit, but the dew hasn't set in, and it's how you pick your tires and – so it's all a lot of it has to do with the draw that comes out. And I don't know, is that is that live anywhere that they pick the draw? I think you can see that, ain't it? Yes, that will be live on Speed 51. I believe that is Wednesday night. You just have to be a monthly or annual membership. Uh, you just have to have one of those. So it'll be one where uh, I will get the monthly membership to, to do that. I like to support Speed 51 always and, so I'll be I'll be watching the draw as well. It's um it's kind of cool how they do it. They make a big deal about it, and and it can be a big deal, as some of the drivers told us in their interviews. It is a big deal. It's huge. Um, the luck of the draw, and uh, well, <laughs> you have no control over it. So that is where it is is where it is, and that's what you get. So so there's just a touch of luck go where you get your draw. Absolutely, yeah, and even Dan. Fredrickson went into it. He says that determines when you get your qualifying tires and then your, your race tires as well. So um, all that insight into what goes on down there was fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Hey, I want to see how Bubba Pollard does with that 71 car. 
you know, that's um, that's going to be interesting with that team that's coming together. Um, you know, and you know Ty Majeski is going to be up front. Um, he's uh, missed it so, so close so many years, and I'm sure the fire burns even hotter this year to try to make that work. So, yeah, this morning they on the LTN network, they had Toby – uh, for time of Jessica and talking to him out there and asking him how many tires can you have for the weekend? He said they were a lot of uh, nine, nine sets for the weekend or for this whole week for practice and everything, but they can only have four sets for the race. So there's going to be some comers and goers as they practice because some will be on old tires, some will be on new tires and it'll be a, a coming and going. So, but uh, yeah, it's a complete washout. They were going to practice today. Um, they set that back to tomorrow, and then Tech is on Wednesday. Make sure that everybody's all set. And then I understand they're going to seal the carburetor down after it's been after it's been uh, qualified. You know that it's it's um, goes through Tech, and then they seal the carburetor, I guess, to the engine itself, so they can't mess around with that. I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Wow, that's some great information there. Yeah, it's uh, always interesting to see what the tech people are doing there. Of course, Ricky Brooks down there does an awesome job. A guy who I personally think could be used everywhere because he doesn't really care or, you know, maybe care is the wrong word, but it doesn't matter who you are. It's going to be a, a fair playing field for all. And rules are rules, regardless if they're a performance thing or a safety thing. So uh, there's no really great area with him, and it makes it – it. it it makes it a fair playing field for everyone where people think, you know, Hey, if I go down there and do the right thing, I can compete. You know, a lot of people look at Ricky Brooks and they think he's kind of a bad guy, you know, because he's so strict. Um, the way I understand it, I've talked to many drivers, you know, he actually works with the teams, you know, beforehand and, and explains to them what he's looking for. And he knows where the, the line is drawn in the sand. And when it comes to race day, you know where that line is, and if you go over it, he is going to bust you. And I think that is just great. It doesn't matter who your name is or who you are. It's a level playing field, and I love it, even though it's strict. So even when the race is over, you actually have to sit around for <laughs> what, three hours, maybe, before they tear these cars all the way down. I mean, we've been to the room of doom. There's another place if you get an infield pass, you just go over by turn three over there and they got the room of doom and you can watch uh, some intense inspecting on those cars. Um, and <laughs> it's a very tense place. You could just feel it when you stand down by that area. Oh, it was so cool to go down there and see how tense it is and how, how close they look over the cars and all that. And to see Ricky, in action and his team. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I said it, I said it there too. It is just doesn't matter who you are. He, he creates that fair playing field, but, uh, yeah, it's one that, you know, you have to wait a few hours after the race to, to wait to see if that's the official winner or not. Although I think in recent years, it's changed a little too, where they're doing so much pre-race and pre-qualifying tech that, uh, it doesn't take as long or there's not as many things to hit on after the race. But uh, fair is fair. Um, I know he came to lacrosse. Ricky Brooks did that one year, you know, and uh, and it was good. It was good for the Midwest Tour, and uh, hopefully they um, go that direction. You know, it doesn't matter who you are. That's all the fans can ask for is a level playing field for all the com uh, competitors. 
Absolutely. Well, Mark, you mentioned that you'll be watching Bubba Pollard as one in that 71 car for Van Dorn uh, racing there. Uh, who else do you have your eye on? And, you know, you could pretty much say everyone, but who are the ones that you'll be closely watching? Well, you know, uh, Derek, Derek uh, Thorne, he is something else too. You know, did you see his, his record at where he's been going and he's always up front there. Um, you know, I, I mentioned Ty Majeski. Uh, I'd like to see what Casey Johnson can do. Um, you know, he's got that uh, new motor in that car, and it sounds like it's a pretty stout thing uh, that's going. So, um, boy, I mean, you can sit here and pick 25 guys right here and say, oh, <laughs> this one and that one. That's what makes it so interesting. And, you know, it's a, it's a fine line of how you do down there, how well you are. They're, they're so close. It's going to be one heck of a competitive race, man. Absolutely. Just trying to get into the race is going to be unbelievable as it is every year. But uh, ones that I'll be watching as I just run down the list here closely, Ross Kenseth would be one. Uh, the locals, Casey Johnson, Johnny D, Paul Schaefer, Derek Krause, uh, of course, Chase Elliott. Uh, Derek Griffith up in the Northeast, he's had some pretty good runs, so it'll be interesting to see how how he does after he ran some ARCA stuff and, and started to move up the ranks a little bit there. Um, Kaden Lopsovich, there's one who was, uh, as we mentioned uh, at our Dixieland 250 podcast here, he was one that was very, very impressive. Uh, Casey Roderick in that 25, since he changed over teams there, be interesting to see what he does. Of course, the defending winner, Travis Braden, um, Jeremy Doss, Derek Thorne, Dan Fredrickson, um, and I could name a few other, Bubba Pollard, Ty Majeski, Dalton as well, but um, yeah, there's so many to watch here. It's it's incredible, as we said. Mark, uh, if you had to pick someone or, or two or three that you think will have a good shot or will take home the Tom Dawson Trophy, who would it be? Are you asking, like, top five? Sure, give your top five. If I had to say top five, going up and down this list, um, well, naturally, I'm going to say Ty Majeski, for sure. There's one. Um, I would Casey Roderick. There's one that I would think would be in the top, for sure. Um, hmm, um, how about Chase Elliott? And and that's you know he hasn't been in a super late model, but that he is so talented. Um, you just cannot count him out. Um, Bubba Pollard with his new team, and for the fifth one. Oh God! Look at this list. <laughs> you know, you just go up and down this list like, okay, you know, um, hmm. it's it's tough, man. You know, I'd like to see one of our our local guys, you know, like Dalton Zier or Casey Johnson, you know, come up and get a top five would be really cool. So that's about where I stand. Okay, I will go with. Um... Just the five drivers, Ty Majeski, um, Derek Thorne. Uh, I'll throw Chandler Smith in there. He's going to be racing for Donnie Wilson. I'll throw him in there. He's had a lot of success in the Kyle Busch Motorsports uh, truck and also with Venturini in the ARCA level. I'll say Chandler Smith. Um, I'm going to say Caden Lopsovich. I just got a good feeling about him after how impressive he was at Kakana, and then I will also say um, 
I'm going to say Casey Johnson. I think uh, those are going to be the five that are going to be up there near the front all day or near the end. And, uh, you know, as I'm, as you just said, Mark, as you're going through the list, you just look at this list and you're just like any one of these drivers, you would not be surprised by seeing up there all day and yep. taking it home. You know, and we curse at Holsomar. There's one. And how about the defending champion, Travis Braden? And we, we don't know with that new team, but <laughs> You know, Travis is always fast wherever he goes, you know, so you, you start going over the list again and you go, hey, how about this one? How about, yeah, you know, it's uh, all good stuff, man. There's such a uh, such a lineup here. It's crazy. Yeah, and actually I'll throw another one in there uh, that I think will be top five, type, top six, Stephen Nassi. I think he's going to be coming back for, with a vengeance. And I think he is going to be one that's uh, going to be very tough as well, especially after what happened last year to him. Yeah, yeah, but always in one. So he's got the fire lit too. So he's he's not going to take no prisoners either. That's going to work good too. So, yeah. Yeah, but again, you look at this list, and we keep repeating ourselves here, but it's kind of amazing. You look at a guy like Matt Craig, a ton of success over on the East Coast. Wouldn't be surprised about him. Sammy Smith in the Kyle Busch Motorsports. Uh, Preston Peltier, Cody Connor, Daniel Dye, Jake Garcia, the runner-up last year. Um, my, oh, my. Um, <laughs> you know, I knew this was an impressive list, and I've looked over it the last few weeks and all that, but the more we talk about it, the more uh, my jaw just hits the floor about how impressive this qualifying session and the race will be. But holy smokes, this is going to be awesome. I just can't wait. I'm getting excited. Uh, you and I are going to be – um, follow up with people after here and watching the race all weekend long. You know, and all our local guys, you know, going down there, they, they all got a shot, you know. Every one of them, you know, like uh, Johnson and, you know, uh, um, Zier. Um, you know, it's, it's just crazy. It's a crazy list, man, and just like look at this stuff. Derek Krause, I mean, why not? You know, he, he shows speed, you know, and sharp-looking car. Uh, even Austin Nason, he's shown that he can be fast. So, you know, even our local guys, I like to see Gabe Summers do well. You know, he's this this kind of track would fit into his wheelhouse being the first one there. It'd be interesting to see what he can do. So what a list, man. So yeah, we're gonna get excited and watch watch this one. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a dandy from Pensacola weather that I think looks good. They said it's gonna be cool. I heard I heard pra- uh, qualifying is gonna be in the low forties. Uh, Friday night, so she's gonna be <laughs> she's gonna be cold and she's gonna have some grip. So we might see some really fast times down there. Uh, Majeski has the track record down there. We'll see if uh, that that stands after qualifying. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the cooler temps bring if they bring out the dew a little quicker, how that affects the track. But you're right. The locals too, uh, Johnson, you and I both had him up there. Why not John DeAngelis? He was very impressive down there last year. One that speed 51 really focused on. He had a good run. He's got a few changes to his crew. Why not him? Paul Schaefer Jr. Why not him? Derek Krause again. Why not Gabe Summers? I agree with you. I think this could be a track that would fit right into his wheelhouse seeing how well he runs at the Dells and other tracks like that, that can compare a little bit down there. Dan Ferguson, why not? Um, time adjusting Dalton Zier. Again, those two, um, you wouldn't be surprised either. So, yep, uh, you just start combing over this list, and it's you wouldn't be surprised by anyone, as we said. And um, 
everything is going to start. You can actually watch the, the pre, pre-race show or the preview uh, Tuesday night with uh, at Beef O'Brady's, their new location. Uh, when we go back down there, Mark, you and I have to go there for that. Um, and then Wednesday, they're going to do the qualifying draw on Speed 51 as well. And then again, Thursday at 8 p.m. racing starts, Friday at 6 p.m., Saturday at 1.30, and Sunday the 2 o'clock Snowball Derby. So um, amazing. Let's talk about the 50th annual Snowball Derby here for a second as well. It's one that you and I have touched on a lot in our interviews and talking to people. Let's talk about our experience a little bit with that. All right. That was a heck of a memory, man, just just being there and – seeing how the whole atmosphere when you walk in and it's just like, wow, you can tell that's a happening place that goes on down there in Pensacola, quite the unique place. You know, my first impression is coming out of walking out of the airport there, the snowball derby, they had a car there uh, right away. So you knew it was something special in the area. Incredible. It just got, you know, gets the, you know, nerves going and everything that you're you're amped up about it right right off the plane pretty much and then you go to the track and you see the facility and everything going on and you get the pit pass all weekend and you get to mingle with fans and see what's going on in the pits and and all that it's it's incredible incredible and uh mark we had a couple of funny experiences there you decided to get, uh, I don't know if you call them boiled peanuts, steamed peanuts. There's two way, different ways they did it. You got one, and uh, we went to the infield for the modified race on Friday. And I think you ended up leaving about half a cup, if not three quarters, over in uh, turn two by the guardrail. It may be there to this day. They're probably still stuck next to the stands down there. Talk about yuck. They were boiled peanuts. They boiled a taste right out of them. I mean, I could eat anything, but that was just Eh, that was just horrible. So don't – I probably will do the steam ones before the boiled ones again. And uh, and parking down there, if you ever go there, they, they've got the uh, shuttle bus that goes uh, about four miles from there. I would probably recommend that. We ended up at a business place. Um, it was just down the road so we could actually walk it. It cost a little money. I think it was – what was it, maybe $100 for the whole weekend, but they reserve a spot there. And well, we actually got hit and run in that <laughs> in that parking lot, and uh, we didn't let it ruin our weekend, and everything worked out on it. Um, there was a camera that was in that business, and it only seen the back bumper of the rental car, so we couldn't get a license plate on who hit our vehicle. So there was a hit and run, I think, on Friday night, but uh, we made the best out of that. And then as we were walking in on the side of the road, there was a pothole. Uh, on the shoulder of the road. I mean, this thing was uh, rather significant. And I think I made a comment like, wow, I said, somebody's going to, somebody's going to bust their ass if they hit that. Well, guess what? On the way, on the way out, and we're walking down the shoulder and I forgot all about it. And I ended up hitting that hole and I, (laughs) somehow I didn't fall down and I didn't break my back and Lauren laughed the whole time when it happened. So, um, so watch out for them potholes on the side of the road. I think one of the most things to be concerned about is that's a four lane highway that's right out in front and people park uh, in the ditch at a 45 degree angle. They park alongside the highway like that and that gets packed real easy and people running across that highway back and forth like that. It, you know, it's something that you got to be aware of that the highway is right there and all in all the rest of the whole experience, you know, they, they had them old time cars that was there 
you know, and they, uh, um, man, you, they have souvenirs. I mean, just galore. I mean, you could pick up all kinds of stuff down there and the people are friendly and they have a church service on Sunday mornings and that's always worth going to it too. So um, the 50th annual is just awesome. And uh, we need to go, you know, you, you just laid a whole bunch of why not. So um, why not? Why don't we just get out of here on Tuesday and we'll go to people Brady's down in Seville quarter and, and we'll just hang out down there. Let's go, man. Screw work. <laughs> yeah, so I um, talked myself into that. That would be a great idea if someone would like pay me to go instead of work or hire me to go. <laughs> but I'll pay, uh, yeah, I'll pay you. I will pay you, Lauren. There, now you're paid. <laughs> Let's go. Missing out, man. Really would like to really go, man. That's um, we're gonna have to really think about getting back down there. That's just just uh, the ultimate uh, super late model racing, man. That's the that's the best stuff right down there. Oh man, yeah. Uh, the pothole. I just remember you saying, "Wow, someone's gonna hit that and really, really take a digger there." And then, sure enough, you hit it on the way back, and the way your knee and backward torqued when you hit it i mean what, what did you say the other day you said it's like a, a miniaturized swimming pool <laughs> yeah if you, don't, you don't see it in the dark and down i went and i didn't fall it's just amazing that i didn't crash but that was one monster pool yeah you could actually drown in that hole it was so damn big so and it was on the side of the road don't even understand why it was there you know but uh a whole dump truck probably could have filled that hole but yeah, in the dark and there's no light and never saw it. And yeah, I hit that full, full tilt, you know, and uh, some, something else. Well, it's going to be cool down there this week. So people don't need to pack shorts. It sounds like it's sweatshirt weather and cold at night. You know, uh, some of the temperatures that are going to be down there is going to be matching what we got up here. So um, yeah, it's going to be crazy down there. A little on the cool side, which is going to make for a fast racetrack. Yeah, you know, that's the one thing I remember. It was hot during the day, so you would have shorts and a T-shirt on and sweat a little bit. But then at night, it got it got cool enough to put a sweatshirt on for sure, pants. Um, good idea to, to do all that. But then sometimes at night, too, it's too warm for pants, so it's kind of in the middle there sometimes. But definitely this week will be sweatshirt and pants weather well, for that, sure. That, um, that dew sets in, and that's what gets to you. You know, when the dew comes in after – after the sun goes down and even on the hot summers like that, you know, even at night, it just kind of gets cold and clammy and it's always worth having some extra clothes on sweatshirts and stuff like that. Yeah. And you know, the, the other thing that I remember is just how many legends are crawling at that around that place. I mean, I, I was giddy about meeting the Eries, both the, Tony Erie, uh, senior and junior. I was, I was a big Dale junior fan, still am. Uh, so meeting them, um, was awesome. Red farmer. I mean, we meet him and he go, I, we go, Hey, how you doing red? And he goes full throttle and he was still racing and he's still racing. He's high seventies. I think, um, what a legend there. Bill Parsons was there ends up that chase and bill Elliott were there at, at least for Sunday, they interviewed him. I mean, and I could, we could go on for days and days about how many legends are just running around that place. Incredible, incredible and approachable. Uh, we walked up to even like Harrison Burton, um, people like that who 
I mean, it, it's just an experience like like no other, in my opinion. It's it's crazy. You know, yeah, we got to talk to Noah Gregson. You know, a couple times we ran into him, and and he just was just standing there and wanted to talk. You know, so we chatted with him. And hey, that Red Farmer, he was eighty five at the time, dude. So. He's in his upper 80s probably now, and he's still racing. <laughs> Full throttle, man, and he means it. <laughs> yeah, um, unbelievable. And, uh, oh, I just, yeah, I mean, Noah Gregson, There, I remember him. You know, we've talked to him since he raced up here at Kakana once or twice. And I just remember, you know, Brevis saying, yeah, you know, my fiance or something like that, I said, and he goes, as we're leaving, he goes, hey, congrats on the the engagement. And I didn't think much about it. It was just a random comment that I said. It wasn't to have him say that or get notoriety about it. But he said that as I left and it stopped me in my track and my jaw probably hit the floor and was like, holy cow, you know, like someone like that, it really connected with them that, you know, we got engaged, you know, earlier in that, that year. And for him to say that just to this day is um, just incredible. And they're, they're genuine people. Most places you go, they are, but uh, part of the experience for sure. And man, it's just, it's so crazy and so good in a, in a, in a good way. Um, Yeah. We need to go back. That's what it comes down to. I think one of the things that's really wild down there is that you can walk down on pit road you know, on pit road, and all these guys are all lined up to go out. You know, their engines are running, and they're sitting too wide, and it's really a narrow, uh, small pit road. It's really narrow there. And so you're kind of hanging around other cars, and these guys are sitting there about maybe a foot away from you, and they, you know, they got their helmets, gloves on. They're ready to fire, you know, and you're standing there, and all these people are around, you know, and I think I made a comment to you, uh, I think we're in the way here. Uh, you know, just like this is crazy, and you don't have to sign a, a waiver like you do up here to, to get into the pits. You just pay for that that wristband, and you're free to go anywhere you want down there. And uh, yeah, it's crazy where you get down there, and it, you got to have your head on a swivel because there's cars moving, going this way, that way, um, and you can just take it all in. You can go from car to car to your favorite, and then. I mean, uh, the, the game face is on, you know, at, at times, and then there's times where they're available that you can talk to them, and it's just uh, an awesome atmosphere. But uh, being on a live pit road, man, that is just something that just like, wow, you know, and then once when qualifying was starting, you know, and we could have been down there, and uh, we were sitting up in the stands and just like looking at that whole pack of people that were down there. You could hardly see the cars of all the people there and say, hey, we could have been down in the middle of that, and maybe with the pandemic going this year, that wouldn't be a good idea, but uh, um, just crazy. That's just something that's unique that they do down there. And uh, yeah, I'll always remember those memories, man. Absolutely. And like I said, we'll just have to get back there and memories that we'll, we'll have forever. And it just speaks about the, um, how big the event is and how great it is. And I can't wait to get back and can't thank you enough for, for being a great race fan and a great friend to me and doing this. And I can't wait to do some more interview series as well. That was really, really enjoyable. This is too, but getting to know the drivers and talk to them, that was great. So I can't wait to do a few more of those and see how they, how they do down there and talk to them after. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll ring some bells and see who we can contact and see what their stories are. And maybe we can find out some inside information. So yeah, man, thanks for being a friend and this is fun stuff. And, we're going to keep this going through the uh, through the off season here, you know. Uh, 
uh, do a little uh, follow-up on the Daytona, finish up the year, and then we can start talking about next year and maybe get some local guys on here and we'll start uh, going that direction too and just talk racing through the offseason to try to get through this long winter. Yep, so that's that's kind of our plan here. We'll we'll do the Snowball Derby recap, hopefully some interviews with that, and then starting in January, after we do the, the NASCAR recap, starting in January at some point, we'll start doing uh, local interviews as well. So Wisconsin drivers around Wisconsin International Raceway and all that, start doing some of those interviews and then heading right into the NASCAR. So uh, really there's not much off season for us. We'll be busier than ever and I'm looking forward to it. You know, like local guys who's ever listening or like that, give us a, give us a, a heads up, you know, and if you want to come on the air, come on here and we'll, uh, we'll meet up and we'll actually uh, talk racing, you know. So if any, anybody out there wants to talk racing and come on board, you know, and uh, we'll uh, set up a date and we'll sit and we'll talk racing. Nothing better than doing that on a cold January day, huh, man? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, Mark, thanks again for, for joining here and, uh, Hey, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, real soon. I'll be over uh, later on this weekend and uh, get your popcorn ready, man. And uh, I think, I think the, the blue coolies are all ready to go. So uh, we're, uh, we're all set, man. I'm, this is our Super Bowl, man. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will see you soon. See ya.